Welcome to week seven of Clissa's Mic Drop, the podcast that uh, we bring to you every week during the Broncos season. It is uh, game six during week seven, and the Broncos playing the game that uh, everyone's been waiting for against the Kansas City Chiefs, the four-time defending champion of uh, the AFC West uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They are now also the Super Bowl uh, defending champion. So they are the team to beat in all of the NFL, not just the AFC West. The Broncos, of course, spent their offseason realizing that they were a long way away from uh, taking on the Chiefs consistently. They, uh, John Elway and Vic Fangio started retooling the roster, adding more speed, adding more big playability uh, at their skills positions at offense, fortified their offense a little bit with Lloyd Cushenberry and Graham Glasgow, and let's see how they'll do. Even Andy Reid acknowledged that uh, there's better talent on offense. He also said there's, they're growing, and that's exactly where the Broncos are on offense. They're growing. They're still young, starting with their quarterback, Drew Locke, who's not even 16 games into his NFL career. Before we go on to the Chiefs, and, and by the way, our pod, podcast today, Cliss's Mic Drop, uh, our featured guest is Kareem Jackson. We had a chance to sit down with him uh, this week to talk uh, safety. Uh, also talked a little bit about uh, his foundation with this uh, being uh, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month here in the uh, the month of October. Kareem, very active in that. Is his mom is a two-time breast cancer survivor. His wa- his sister, I should say, Sherry, is a leukemia survivor. So cancer. Um, big in the uh, Jackson family, but also uh, it's something that uh, they have defeated uh, a couple times. That's saying something when you uh, defeat breast cancer and leukemia. So big win. Let's review real quick. Big win at New England. The Broncos just throttled Cam Newton, made him look slow, made him look indecisive. He held onto the ball way too long. I thought the defense definitely won that game. It did seem to help, especially in the first half. You could tell New England hadn't practiced, and the Broncos did. That seemed obvious to me. And then Bill Belichick uh, uh, substantiated that afterwards by complaining about not having any practice. So we'll see how the Patriots do this week and how the Broncos do against the Chiefs. But I thought defense was the key. They really uh, stopped uh, uh, Josh McDaniels, Cam Newton, and the Patriot offense. Um, I thought... Drew Locke did okay. Um, you know, he shows that he's he throws a nice ball. Uh, he's His accuracy is great sometimes, not so great other times. He's got a quick relief. He's got moxie. He looks like a, a, the quarterback to build on, right? You got to build around uh, Drew Locke. He's got to be your quarterback. Uh, the two picks at the end were, were very concerning, uh, disconcerting, um, especially the last one with 323 left. Uh, when when you're trying to eat clock and protect a six-point lead, a bomb down the middle into double coverage uh, is about as silly as it gets. So uh, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. He just reminds me of Jay Cutler. He's a gunslinger with great arm, very good mobility, very good athleticism, um, can make all the throws, uh, has incredible swag and confidence, uh, but is going to throw a couple picks that uh, you don't want him to. Uh, mechanics also he needs to work on uh, footwork and, and that type of thing um, 
Then again, uh, looking ahead to uh, this game against the Chiefs, I've said it before and I'll say it again, the danger of Patrick Mahomes is when he goes schoolyard, when he breaks containment, when he gets outside the pocket, and he just seems to draw the plays out into the dirt. I mean, he looks like, he, uh, you know, it was before Fangio, but it, it looks like Patrick Mahomes, um, he just, he looks like a kid at recess when he's out there playing. And, and it's hard to defend a guy that just kind of uh, has fun and makes it up as he goes. And that's what the Broncos have to somehow contain. A mush rush against Mahomes is what the Broncos need. They also cannot let Kareem Jackson and Justin Simmons cannot let Tyreek Hill get deep. Uh, for all the weapons they have, and Tyreek Hill, is, uh, his stats are not what they had been in years past. I think that's because people are taking them away. They're double-teaming them. They're not letting Tyreek beat them. They'll let Kelsey beat them. They'll let uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire beat them. But they're not going to let Tyreek Hill, and the Broncos have to follow that too. We talked to Kareem Jackson about that. I hope you'll enjoy our interview with Kareem, and uh, we'll come back on the other side to talk some more about uh, the Broncos' big game, first AFC West game, against the mighty Kansas City Chiefs. Green Jackson, welcome. Thank you very much for being here with us. You knew when in Houston was uh, was the Titans and the Colts were your big rivals? Yeah. Are you are you starting to understand the Chiefs? Uh, and what they mean to the Broncos uh, as far as in the AFC West? Uh, definitely. Um, I think I kind of realized that last year within the first couple of weeks of uh, signing here. Um, I mean, I definitely understand the rivalry. I understand what it means to um, to play against them, especially now um, this season after, them, after uh, what they did last year with winning the Super Bowl. So, um uh, I definitely feel the sense of urgency, you know, when that when that week rolls around, when it's time to play those guys, and you know, and as a team, you know, as an organization, you know, um, I mean, I, I take pride in that, and um, I'm I'm glad I'm a part of it. What did you think this off season? Did you notice Elway uh, and Fangio kind of went after the Chiefs a little bit with the way they restructured the roster, especially on offense, uh, trying to get more speed. Uh, trying to become more explosive, building everything around uh, Drew Locke. It's kind of what you have to do. I mean, the defense can stop the Chiefs, but you can only stop them so much. You kind of like what they did? Well, definitely. Um, I think what they did was, you know, just all in the name of uh, making the team better. You know, um, obviously, you know, uh, we had certain needs uh, offensively, and I think they went out and to, to fill those needs. I think that was, you know, their mindset, you know, um, not just, you know, uh, because of the Chiefs, but I just think it was just all about, you know, making this team better. You know, obviously the Chiefs are, uh, their uh, offense is built, you know, with a lot of speed. So, I mean, if we can, you know, match fire with fire, you know, why not? So, um, I mean, we added, you know, some great pieces and those guys have been doing a great job. Fangio's been dialing up the blitz the last couple of days. As a safety, um, who uh, a lot of times is the guy sent in there. Do you like it? Do you like what Coach has been doing the last couple of games? Yeah, um, I like what we've been doing the uh, last few games. Um, I mean, I just think, you know, uh, every team 
every week, you know, uh, poses different threats. You know, for us, it's all about, you know, just trying to do some some different things and not be so predictable. So, um, I mean, by listening a little bit more with the safeties, um, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's been fun, you know, getting a chance to, you know, uh, go in and, and, and uh, just cause some havoc. But, um, I mean, I, I think it's, it's been working for us. If someone ISOed on a safety, and this is your first full year at safety, and maybe you didn't even understand this about the position until you played it for a while, but sometimes you're standing back there, let's say the right half, and you got the right end crossing in, you got the left end crossing out, you got the flanker running deep by you, you got a tight end doing the hook right in front of you, you got the quarterback pump faking the other way. I mean, you got all. You got to pick one. How do you do it? How do you separate it? Is there a key when you're back there like that as a safety, as far as assi- assignment wise? Uh, for me, I uh, just try to rely on uh, my film study, uh, and depending on what call we're in, you know, um, I mean, depending on the call, it uh, it, uh, it allows me to do certain things. Um, obviously, I had to execute my part of, you know, the coverage and, and doing my job. So with with that, you know, I can start to eliminate some of the things that I see and some of the things that I will have to, you know, uh, maybe pick up or take because I know I'll have help or I'll have guys in different places and, and, and you know, I won't necessarily have to take certain routes. So um, I just kind of start with that and then, you know, um, by the time I do a process of elimination, you know, and, and I've diagnosed a play or relied on my film study, it usually comes down to one last guy, and that's usually my guy. Against the Chiefs, I would think this is why a safety is so important in this game. Mahomes and Hill, Tyreek Hill, you have to start there, don't you? You have to take the top end away from those two guys. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, with the the speed he possess, he possesses, um, definitely have to stay on top. Can't give up big plays. You know, no, we know they're looking to throw the ball down the field. I can say he's a, a speed guy, and for us, we have to be the deepest of the deep. You know, when it comes to the safeties, uh, to keep that big play off of us and, uh, and and to give our defense a chance. All right, the uh, understated, humble, unassuming Kareem Jackson talking there. Uh, uh, does he do uh, uh, hear his confidence in, in the game that he has? And um, he's going to play a big part. Safeties are big when you're playing against such a deep threat receiver as Tyreek Hill and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes, uh, going into the offseason when there was talk about extending him, I said that uh, there's no way the Chiefs could pay him enough for what he does. He's the Michael Jordan. I used to say that about Jordan when he was with the Bulls. I think Jordan made $40 million a year, and I said that's he's underpaid. Uh, Patrick Mahomes making $50 million a year as a football player. You know, I, I said that they couldn't pay him enough, and uh, uh, they came close, though. They came close. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Ten years, half a... Uh, half a billion. Um, we'll see how he holds up through that thing. He's the one thing about Mahomes. I think there are some. Uh, this is nitpicking, maybe, but it, there there is a, a flaw or two in his game. One flaw is he does break the pocket. He doesn't hang in the pocket very well, 
and he drops back. He doesn't drop back seven yards. He drops back 11 yards. He drops back 13 yards. And uh, he's got the arm strength to, to overcome it, but sometimes that's hard for the offensive line eventually. Uh, you know, I th- it, it increases the chance of him getting hurt playing the way he does. Um, so uh, that's, that's really the only flaw. And then, I, you know, I, I can see him having – um, you know, maybe not this week against the Broncos, but I can see him having a four or five pick game. You know, uh, Peyton Manning, I think, had a five interception game or two in his, you know, 16, 17 years. Mahomes, with the way he plays, uh, Brett Favre had several. Um, the way Mahomes plays, you know, I, I, I can see where, um, you know, the ball doesn't go his way uh, once or twice. He's Sometimes he plays a little loose, and so I always think uh, the Broncos have a chance. It's a nine-game losing streak they have against uh, uh, the Chiefs. Have a nine-game winning streak against the Broncos, dating back to uh, the 2015 season. I remember loss one. Uh, Peyton Manning uh, had that heel problem. He tried to play through the pain. He was five of 20 for like 35 yards and threw four picks. And got benched. I mean, hurt or no hurt, he got benched. And Brock Osweiler came in, and Brock started the next seven games until uh, Kubiak benched him at half, uh, in the second half of the last game of the year. And Peyton uh, gave the uh, jolt the Broncos needed to go all the way to the Super Bowl that year. Peyton retired. Uh, Brock moved on, and the uh, Chiefs uh, just kept on rolling. Uh, the big game was in 2016. Both teams are 7-3. and three. The Broncos, uh, uh, Trevor Simeon throws a great, I think uh, roughly an 80-yard touchdown pass to Benny Fowler. Kind of uh, Fowler kind of adjusted his route. Uh, Simeon hit him. The Broncos are up 24-16 to 16 with a little over two minutes to go. Alex Smith led the team down the field. And on fourth and ten, uh, from roughly the 17-yard line of the Broncos, Alex Smith hit uh, Tyree Kill for 11 against uh, Bradley Roby, who was playing way off on 4th and 10. Chiefs got the first down. They wound up with the touchdown. They wound up with a two-point uh, uh, two-point conversion to send it into overtime. And then the Chiefs win it in overtime. And uh, ever since then, uh, the teams have gone in 180-degree different directions. The Broncos haven't made the playoffs since. The Chiefs have beaten the uh, Broncos every time since. The Chiefs have won four straight AFC West titles. They're in great position to win a fifth as they got a pretty good lead in the AFC West right now uh, with their 5-1 and one record. Uh, the Broncos are 2-3. and three. Um, I think the uh, Raiders are, what, 3-2, and 4-2? Uh, and two? Anyway, um, uh, the, the, the Chiefs are in command again in the AFC West. Uh, the Broncos, will see if uh, they haven't made the playoff since. So we'll see if they can uh, get in there as that seventh and final uh, AFC uh, playoff spot here. I don't think they have to beat the uh, Chiefs this week, but then they will have to beat both the Chargers the following week. Again, that's not a bye week as originally scheduled. Uh, everything got reshuffled. The bye is gone for the Broncos. They play the Chargers next week at Empower Field and then the following week against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. they got to win those two games if they're going to make the playoffs and, and, and if they don't beat the Chiefs. 
against the Chiefs, you all know that uh, no matter how good Fangio's defense is, uh, the Chiefs are going to score into the high 20s at least. We'll see what happens, what kind of weather. Uh, it's supposed to be 22 roughly for a high, uh, 20 by halftime, 17 degrees by game's end. Uh, the key is whether there's snow or not. If there's snow, I think the Broncos have a chance. Uh, I know the Chiefs played great in the snow in the Broncos, and Drew Locke did not in the snow last week last year. I still think it could be a nice equalizer for the Broncos if it happens to snow again, uh, at least the cold. Uh, without fans in the stands, it's going to be tough for uh, it's going to be tough for these players to get motivated. So we'll see how that goes. I say let Clyde Edwards-Hilaire run for another 150, 170, 200 yards in this game. Uh, take that in trade off of uh, Patrick Mahomes going wild through the air. My other theory on this game is that uh, everyone wants the Broncos, Lindsey and Gordon, to run the ball, to uh, play keep away from the Chiefs' offense. I say put it up, uh, put the pressure on them, get hot up on the scoreboard. The Broncos, uh, the Broncos need to uh, keep up with the Chiefs. You can't score 30 points running the ball. You only score 30 points passing the ball. So uh, Locke, you know, Hamler's back. Judy, feature those two guys, Tim Patrick. I say use Albert O and Noah Fant. Use both of those tight ends. That would be uh, a, a weapon that would be difficult for the Chiefs to stop. And uh, see if the Broncos can uh, can make it a ball game. Last year they didn't. They weren't competitive. They lost 30 to six and uh, 23 to three. Uh, this year, the hope is that they at least stay competitive. Let's see if they can. But thank you to Kareem Jackson for joining us on uh, Cliss's Mic Drop, our Week 7 edition. Uh, next week, we'll do it again as the Broncos play the Los Angeles Chargers as they play back-to-back -back AFC West Division games. Broncos kind of at a crossroads here the, uh, during these next three games, I think. Uh, Got to win two out of three um, after they won back-to-back -back games against the Jets uh, which uh, they needed to, and the Patriots, which was a surprise. Uh, but uh, now the Broncos are in position to make this a, a season if they can win two of their next three, uh, giving them a little bit of a wiggle room against the Chiefs this weekend. Uh, my prediction is, uh, you know, I think the Broncos can keep her close, 27-17. to 17. I, I still don't think this offense is quite ready to keep up with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But... Uh, I, I have been known to be wrong before, everybody. So thank you for listening to Close My Drop. And we'll talk. To, uh, thanks again to Kareem Jackson. And we'll talk again next week.